When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ah, that's stupid. That's stupid thing. All right, welcome to January Live. Today is May 26th, 25th. And today we're going to be talking about the two game seven and or one game seven, one game five in sports tonight. And we're also going to be talking about the future of Jay Nordy Live. So I'm going to jump right into it with um, the first. There's a game seven tonight, I believe. It's Ottawa and Pittsburgh. They play. They're probably playing right now, honestly. Uh, they play at 8 o'clock, so they're just about to start. Uh, game is in Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is going to win, and it's going to be a Pittsburgh na- uh, national final. Um, obviously that's what I think. I think, um, it'll be a close game though, because was Ottawa down 3-1? They might have, no, Pittsburgh won in 7 nothing in game five. So, uh, I'm just going to talk about that. I think, I think the final score will be 3-2 to two, Pittsburgh with Malkin. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Malkin scoring the third goal. I think Crosby will have won. And maybe, like, um, Gunsel, whatever his name is, the guy has been scoring a lot. He'll have, a, uh, he'll have a goal, so I think those are the three goal scores. Bono, I think Carlson and, who is it, and Pagu will score. Um, and I think in that Stanley Cup, I think we have a guest on next. Maybe, I don't know when we're going to have them on. We'll do a sit on the cup preview. Maybe an emergency podcast for it. Um, do a NBA Finals and sit the cup preview. I think we both know, I think we know that um, Cleveland's going to win, even as a diehard Celtics fan. I think it's hard to say that Celtics going to win three straight games without Isaiah Thomas. Do it. I'm, I wouldn't doubt that. I think it's especially playing against LeBron. And the fact that we haven't played well at home this this series, despite the fact that we won we were four and at home a couple what's it, what is it like a couple oh last series against Washington. We played that was when we played well at home. But this series we just honestly didn't play well at home. So I was there for game two. It was a disaster. Um yeah, we played awful, played like crap. Um, we, everyone, I think the Garden, honestly, it depends on how the fans, how the fans play tonight. In a fact that if they're loud, I think the Celtics have a better chance, but if they go quiet early, Celtics lose their confidence, and that's where, that's where it's over. Um, and yeah, like, I think I'm proud of the Celtics for making it this far. And winning a game in Cleveland against a strong LeBron James, as many of you know, he's been to, what, seven straight finals? Which which is unheard of in the world. Uh, What's he won like? He's like three and three. So I think he wins this one to go to uh, four and three. Actually, no. 
He's three and four because you have to think 2006, 2007 year they made it to the finals, but they lost to San Antonio in a sweep. They lost once. They lost twice to San Antonio and won to Golden State. Actually, in three. Wait, let me think. Let me think of this. Sorry. Oh, in Dallas. So that's four. Yeah. So he's three and four now. I think he'll make it four and four. But in the seventh straight finals, he'd go to four and three, which honestly. What did Jordan went? Jordan won six championships, but he won he won two three peats. So to think about that, that was yeah. Uh, LeBron would be seven straight champions, seven straight finals, which probably hasn't been done since the early fifties and sixties Celtics when they won nine out of eleven and eight, um, eight in a row, I believe, which is obviously unheard of. Never will never happen again in my mind. Um, but yeah, so Cleveland, I think they'll either win tonight or they'll win on what is it Sa- Saturday? I think they'll. I don't think this series will go to seven, just because I don't think the Celtics can obviously win. When I've said that three straight games. I think they could win tonight, and then I think they would just lose on on Saturday. Overall, I've been very proud of the Celtics since it's going to be a successful franchise for years to come, especially with Kel uh, Fultz coming in. I'm actually going to do talk a little bit about that, about the lottery. I know I'm kind of late on all this. I've been super busy with school. That's been my number one priority right now. Just I have two finals and two final projects for my five classes, and that's been taking up all my time just studying and finishing the projects. So I think when summer comes, I'll be a lot more active on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to try to extend it twice a week, and I have a bunch of guests lined up. I'll get into that later into the show. Um, and so, yeah, that's just school's been my number one priority as of right now. Um, and I think that I think obviously summer comes, I'll be a lot more active, go twice a week with my guests. We have maybe six or seven guests lined up. I just booked one tonight. You'll hear more about that in like in the later part of the episode. So, but yeah, uh, Red Sox playing right now. They are winning. They might be might be zero zero. I know that Xander had a single and stole. It is two nothing Red Sox. Top of the second. Uh, Benny singled the center, and Moreland singled the center. So that was two runs that came in. And Celtics were, I mean, Red Sox were able to get two runs off that. So that will be good if we could sweep the series to get a strong Texas team. That would root some confidence in the organization where Chris Sale has been really your only consistent pitcher. Eduardo has had some good starts, obviously, but he hasn't been, hasn't been like, off the charts like, Wow, we should give this guy two hundred million dollar contract. Where sales and like, oh my god, he's but five and two with like a two thirteen ERA and like eighty five eight seventy five strikeouts, seventy seven strikeouts, and that's leading the major. He's gonna have three hundred strikeouts this year, which is a very rare stat in baseball. It hasn't been done since the beard. Probably Pedro is maybe Jake Peavy would have been the last pitcher to do it. Um. Oh, I just got an alert actually on my phone. I don't know. I'm going to be back in five minutes or so. Um, but yeah, 
Chris Sale is pitching off the charts, and yeah, that's I mean, Red Sox. Look at they're not playing bad, but they're not playing good. Something needs to change in that organization. They don't have a leader. Is the problem? Obviously, last year Poppy was the leader. Dave Ortiz, he was the leader of that team. He was. There's no one to help that right now, which is our only problem. Other than that, um, been playing good. Uh, I'm gonna go just talk about that alert that it said Lonzo Ball. Many of you know him. Son of Son of Lavar. Sorry, God. Um, um, is considering a pre-draft workout with the Philadelphia 76ers, which could be something happening with the Lakers. He declined a workout with the Celtics, which is obvious, which is shocking. Because even though, like Paul Pierce was a Lakers fan and did not want to play for the Celtics. He still worked out. We still drafted him. He's still one of the best players of all time. Even Kobe. We didn't draft Kobe, but we thought about it at six. And he still, he still, um, he still worked out. Just like, you're being, just being a cocky little Alonzo. Uh, you have to, what if the Lakers don't pick you? And you, you know, that was the only team you worked out for. And all of a sudden, no team's going to take you. Could be like that movie Draft Day. That was not a good film, but. That's the only thing I know experience of the draft and that you fall to like seven because like you were so cocky. And, but yeah, I actually do want to talk about the lottery. Celtics get the number one pick. Whoa. Um, I'm very proud of them. I think that they earned it. Um, and, well, they didn't really earn it. They just kind of got lucky on the draw. Um, and yeah, but like, August at the lottery. Everyone's like, oh, it's rigged. Boston and Philadelphia. Boston, LA, and Philadelphia at the top three picks. It's three big markets. It probably is rigged, but do you, does it really matter if it is? Um, so, think that um, it's going to be big. I think we're going to take Bolts number one, and then we are going to, well, yeah, we still have back from the Shanghai Shack. Uh, best Chinese Basketball Association of all time. I'm doing my art project on the city of Shanghai and how the Shark Tank is one of the rowdiest sports arenas in the world. Um, and talk about how the Beijing Ducks stink. So, uh, yeah, we still lay. Uh, everyone will be safe. Most of the same team will be back, possibly Gordon Hayward, Paul George, one of those players. I've heard a rumor that I cannot confirm, nor deny, that I felt a Latifin. Um, could possibly be going to Celtics this summer. Many of you know the lot even also known as Godzingus. Um, top top quality player. Um, so about that, uh, what was I going to talk about? Oh, just talk about. Can you talk about the Celtics? How the team they're going to be good for years to come. Once LeBron's gone, I think they'll be the favorite of the Eastern Conference. Just have a young team. I think they will trade Isaiah because he's looking at a two hundred plus million dollar contract next year, and with uh, Fultz coming in and everyone, I think that there's not a lot of space for him because they want to sign a max free agent. And it's also like with the Warriors, where the Golden State Warriors, they're gonna have to lose probably Clay and Draymond will probably go to other teams because they can only keep maybe one or two, and they're going to want to keep Durant and Curry. So that's the problem with the salary cap in sports, is that it's just, um, it's just what it's trying to do is it's trying to make it unfair and trying to make teams uh, 
teams seem mad. So, uh, I do want to talk about the future of the podcast. Um, I have about six or seven show, um, which is great. Um, starting in the morning, the first guest I booked, this is definitely not a definite, but Red Sox writer Jared Carabas. Jared is a Red Sox writer for BarstoolSports.com. And I researched him about a month ago. But he had to respond to what I said is a definite. The next person I have, the next person I have, uh, Ryan, a.k.a. Hello, guys. And so, he agreed we'll talk. He may be talking to you. He may be talking to you. So, from today, uh, I think we're going to make that one. The next person, Captain Khan, former quarterback at uh, West Point, also known as the United Military Academy. He will be coming on next week. Uh, first, we will be talking about Army Navy, military service, and a lot of other things. The next possible is Dylan Stone, a.k.a. Intern Tex. He said he'll listen to the podcast and check it back out, but he has not responded. The next person, young Ben Friedman, a.k.a. Young Pages. He We're going to do that sometime in June. I was talking to him the other day. He seems highly interested in coming on. And he said, let me know how we can do it. And I said, all right, we'll do it over Skype over the phone. Um, and then the, fi- the final version of the sports person is Justin Clemenza, a.k.a. Clemzingus. He said he would like to come on, and we're going to try to figure it out sometime in June. Now, another sports writer is JMA, the known rapper. I was talking to him tonight, and he said he would love to come on June 8th because he has a concert June 10th. Everyone check that out in Cambridge. Um, and he's, he's a good – I wouldn't say good friend. I kind of know him, but he's a great rapper. And everyone check him out on SoundCloud, JMA617. And that's the future. Like, I think we have a lot of success. I reached out to Paul Golzinski. Uh, he is like some guy that just says something random for the sports. And he's a notable summer resident, frequent visitor of Nantucket Island, where I go for the summer. So that could be the first ever live interview. Um, we could just talk a bunch of things. I reached out to him, hoping he responds. Live from Straight Wharf. Um, I think that's his go-to. I, I can't confirm nor to die. Um, and so I'd be hilarious. He's, a, from what I've heard, a pretty crazy man. And we could try to get him on. Uh, I'm also going to reach out to other people, possibly maybe some YouTubers. So maybe some notable YouTubers, uh, NBA 2K YouTubers. Mike Goat Zemba is a dream. I'm gonna email him tonight and see if Mike would like to Mike Gozembo would like to come on the podcast. That would be a surefire interview. He could talk like seven seven reasons why Pete Maravich wasn't human. Or seven stories why Michael Jordan isn't human. That would be hilarious. He would be amazing to get on. I'm gonna email him right now. And I'll actually even after this podcast. I want to talk about uh, 
a lot of things. Just some, now we're really going to get into the deep death. And one sec. Um, and uh, oh no, what was it? Um, I'll oh, I'll just say that I'm thinking about starting a new segment where I ask you a Q and A. I'll do that for next week. Next uh, episode, we'll do a Q and A, and especially with my guests. Ask them, right? Maybe do ask them questions. Kind of follow a format that the number one sports podcast in the world, part of my take, hosted by Pro Football Talk commenter and Dan Cast. Oh, and Henry Lockwood host. Um, that is obviously a big podcast. They do a lot of funny stuff, and they have a lot of big guests. Um, we could. I also am looking. I'd like to make a big announcement. One of the biggest announcements I've ever made. I'm just thinking you decided I can't do the podcast on my own. I would like I'm looking for inquiries about a co host. Please email me, Jack J. Norton, or Snapchat me, Twitter DM me, Instagram DM me. Um any anything I'm on most of the sites for the podcast with inquiries about being the co host. Um I've known it's getting very hard to try to come up with stuff by myself. And I've when the interviews I've done, I felt much more confident because I'm talking to someone. I'm not filling the air. And I have like six or seven names um, that I've looked into, and that I will be reaching out to you guys in the felt coming days. Um, you may or may not know who you are. Uh, you probably could assume because I've maybe talked to you individually. Or talk to you, or because you've been a frequent contributor to the podcast. Um, and if I don't choose you, it's nothing personal. I'm just looking for someone to. I could possibly go for two co-hosts. That would be maybe have a full-time co-host and someone who chimes in. Um, kind of like that's what Henry Lockwood does on part of my take. He chimes in with. <laughs> Times in with the takes, excuse me for the sneeze, with hot takes of the day, and he's really become successful. Maybe he could be like a, you could have a producer type, where you're not the full co-host, but you can talk and make comments. We would definitely be kill, we'd kill for that. Um, but yeah, I think I'll probably be making the decision by the end of June, and we, you know, I'm thinking about doing is having this. If anyone applies, but the six names, I'll approach you tomorrow. Or who has the chemistry with me? And I would do that. And I need to identify those because I don't think somebody has been bored of my voice. Me and a couple thousand viewers um, would definitely help out the time if we could. If we had a successful sports pod, if we had a successful podcast, and I'm also trying to move into the new talk culture. Coming on the show, he's on that kid. Um, I don't want to get out, like I said, and but um, big big enough with the co-host. I don't get the time. Wait, twenty. I'm twenty minutes in. It's taking longer than I. This is feel trying to fill the airways. I think I'm only gonna do. 30 minutes just because Celtics are on tonight and 
I could also try a new thing I've thought about doing that maybe some of you don't like is becoming a full-time announcer. So I'm I do a I'm actually gonna do this. I I thought about this to myself earlier. I didn't know if I was gonna do it, but I think I'm gonna do it because it's just hard to fill the airways. What I'm gonna do? Oh wait, is American Ninja Warrior? Oh no, Celebrity Ninja War. Celebrity Ninja War. It's that Red Nose Night. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do the Red Sox right now, and I'm gonna bra- I'm gonna announce the game. I want to test my announcement career. Right commercial right now, so we'll fill the air. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just want to. I don't get doing the podcast by myself. It takes a lot of work, and I think with a co-host, we could bounce ideas off each other. Always be like communicating with uh, maybe the person knows some people who knows some people. Like there's someone I know that knows a normal podcaster, um, and he can talk to that person. Say, could we get you on, or could we get uh, someone that he's got as a guest on? Which is, but just, I have a lot of connections. I think most of you know that. But the connections aren't good enough because I could try to get, I can use Jim to get some connections, but he's like, you have to do it. It has to be good before you can, I can really use me to help you. Um, all right. Oh, the rest of it. So I'm going to finish that. So, yeah, just like I want to be able to have a coach, someone I can bounce ideas off of, Get maybe if like I'm doing an interview, I took me like the only interview I done took probably two days to prep for because you create have to create the questions, and that that takes a while all that. So I'm actually gonna get into my new broadcasting venture. Uh, it's called announcing with Jay Nordy, and we're gonna be announcing the that's our name. All right, one one count. Foul wall, foul wall, foul right back to the window third base side. Drew Palmer is on the mound tonight, if you're just joining us. Um, he's looked good so far today. He uh, still runs in the top of the third and pitched one-two count. Fouled off again. Um, again, if you're just joining us, 2 nothing Red Sox on, back on singles from Andrew Benatende and Mitch Moreland. So... Palmer is the one two. And pitch. Ball in the dirt. Uh I believe Christian Vasquez back there in the behind the dish tonight. Uh Gallo, Joey Gallo, I believe is batting. I think is the name Gallo. Sixty five strikeouts on the year, not playing his best baseball. I've seen him play much better last year and the year be- a couple years before that. Then two two. Fouled off, fouled off to the screen. Long at bat here for Gallo. Uh, where a couple, couple ground balls. Yeah, Joe Gallo up. Pomeranz only had one hit, a single to who was it? Uh, single, single to Mazar. The two two already struck about swinging. Gallo goes down on the two two count. And one down in the third. That was is seventh strikeout of the seven. Seventh strikeout of the game and Roy in the third inning. Could we see Paul two and one third? He's faced 
He's seven outs. Six of them are strikeouts. Wow. Palmer has done the ball well tonight. Could we see? Um, I don't want to jinx it, but could we see a historic night from Drew Palmer? Um, and, oh, I'm sorry, I received a text message from my mother. All right, the, I believe, a one. One oh, sorry, one oh. Strike one called. Kozma, uh, playing well. They're not putting the stats up on the board, huh? See, this is tough because I'm doing it through TV, so I don't have the stat books and all of that to show to you all and be confident. One one. Ground ball, foul ball down the third baseline. I thought that was fair for a moment. I'd like to bring up big news today that uh, David Price will be coming back um, to Red Sox on a Monday versus Chicago White Sox on Nesson Memorial Day. Check it out. Um, sorry, I'm receiving. Oh, 2 2. Uh, saw that. Um, the 2-2. So this isn't working as successful as I hoped. It's just kind of a work in progress. The 2-2. and he got him. Uh-oh. Chris said, there's only two out. Seven strikeouts for Drew Palmer, Drew Palmer and tonight. On fire tonight with seven strikeouts through two and two-thirds innings. He's on pace for a historic night. Strikeout walking. Is he at seven? I just... Uh, Descenders, the... All right, ball one, hot. Delano DeShield batting 292 with one home run in AWIs, 0 for 1 of the strikeout tonight, as you would assume, as most of these dudes are stuck out tonight. The 1 1 popped up straight away. PD running over. Justin Pedroia in foul territory makes the catch. Pomerantz goes 1 2 3 and is pitching amazing with seven strikeouts through three innings. Red Sox up to bat next. All right. Um, here's where we just, I'm going to talk about how Pomerantz is just pitching amazing right now. And I think that's going to be the end of the podcast soon. Um, I'm definitely getting, I wouldn't say tired, but it's, it's just tough because I can't prep as much as I'd like to. Obviously, I wish I could be just like, have all this prep done, but I've been studying since I got home and I have to study when I finish. So... Um, Yeah, I've I just been so busy with uh, school and everything. So, two more weeks, and in, we'll have very successful two times a week podcast with a new co-host. So, there's a, new, a live with the co-host. I think everything will improve from there. I mean, this isn't going to be my best episode. It's not going to be my worst because of my first one, I sucked. Um, and that was god-awful. But I think that's going to wrap it up here. Uh, Everyone, thank you for listening. Um, 
I've tried to back away from the callers after we had a series of inappropriate students, inappropriate children making inappropriate phone calls. So interviews coming up. Everyone check it out. And thank you for watching January Live. Adios. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.